When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands uh but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey everyone, welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. Brought to you by the Professional Fighters League. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. We think it's a ridiculous point. And good evening to myself. LeMahieu is batting second, leading off. Aaron okay. Judge, the center fielder, is batting second. Good evening to Don. Your point is ridiculous. Good evening to myself. Kiner Falefa playing short, batting eighth. I'm off by one number, by the way. Sorry, Kiner Falefa is seventh. Good evening to Don. I yell at an occasional caller. I think that's healthy. <laughs> and lastly, good evening to myself. Josh Donaldson. It's unfortunate, yeah. but I, I, I will be hearing from Josh Donaldson again. Getting a lot of Brad feedback. Oh, really? Uh, the great E.J. Raddick, along with a lot of other people, uh, and I should have remembered this, Anthony as well, Brad Park is 74. Brad, Brad. Whitford of Aerosmith is 70. And according to Anthony Greek, the most popular era for the name Brad was 1975. And the name first appeared in the year 1880. So it's still relatively new. <laughs> right? Well, think about yeah, it. I guess... I guess you're right. Uh, also, I forgot to close out today's uh, Yankee game preview, which is brought to you by Bigelow T. Bigelow T is a proud supporter of the Michael K. Show and the official hot tea of Joe Torre and the New York Yankees. Now, Donald. Yes, sir. There's a piece of audio I did not get to yesterday. Mm-hmm. And let's play it today just because we've been talking baseball for a long time. How about a little football action? Love it. Aaron Rodgers on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Let's hear from A-Rodge. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, I really don't. I don't really believe in in coincidences at this point. It's the universe, uh, you know, bringing things to happen when they're supposed to happen. And there's signs and synchronicities all around us at all times if we're awake enough to to see them and to take them in and to listen to our intuition when it's speaking to us or, you know, pounding us in the head saying, hey, dummy, wake up. This is, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. And through listening to, you know, your podcasts and following you and hearing you talk about psychedelics and my experience on the beach, 
um, it opened me up to the possibility of doing it. I'd heard about ayahuasca and, you know, I think there's so many uh, myths and rumors about it. The the fear around it is you're going to yourself. It's just a big throw up fest. It's, you know, all these. Both not completely untrue. Right. But all these, the, but the negative framework sure. of it is that that is the experience, not the deep and meaningful and crazy uh, mind expanding uh, possibilities and also deep self-love and healing that can, that can happen on the other side. I got to tell you, I never questioned that you had self-love, Aaron. Uh, here's uh, so I guess Rogers. he's talking about taking psychedelics. I mean, we eventually yes, got Yes, Ayu- ayahuasca specifically. And here wow, he is, drugs must be great. Here he is crediting the ayahuasca for his mental health. And we talk so much about mental health. Marshawn Lynch had a classic kind of retirement press conference talking about taking care of your mentals. And we talk so much about, it, uh, about mental health. And to me, one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love. That's what ayahuasca did for me, was help me see how to unconditionally love myself. And it's only in that unconditional self-love that then I'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others. Mm-hmm. And what better way to work on, for me and my own, this is my own belief, but what better way to work on my mental health than to, to have an experience stop. like that? I mean, the best, Make the, it the greatest stop. Gift. Please, dear God in heaven, make it stop. Does anyone care? No, I don't want to hear it again. I haven't heard this much self-love since like Hard Bodies was on when I was in, in 1984. Oh, a lot of self-love that no, time. I, I, I love watching him play as much as I hate him speaking. <laughs> Honestly, like does anybody care? He goes on and on about nothing. So take a bunch of shrooms, man. What do I care? God, that podcast makes me want to kill myself. Who would listen to that? Honestly, just, oh, oh, you got Aaron Rodgers on. Oh, cool. Is he going to talk about the Super Bowl? Is he going to talk about, you know, how when he's going to retire? Heck, talk about vaccines. Give me something. No, we're going to have a show where he's going to drone on for 45 minutes about taking masks. Enough. God, in heaven above, stop it. I, I feel dumber, and I, I, I'm i bored to the point of stupidity over this guy. How can he Whose be... decision was that to play that? I was waiting for it to end. First, I waited for a point, which never came. Then I just waited for it to stop. Dear God! <laughs> Here's my question. How does he not realize so often <laughs> how much of a caricature he sounds like? Oh, it's like a like, it's like uh, a Family Guy bit. And, and you know what? I already know there are people out there. Oh, who are you to judge? He is the most insipid, self-obsessed, <laughs> obnoxious, stringy-haired nozzle I've ever heard from. And what a what a roller coaster he's taken me on. Because I was in love with the man. I mean, you and Don and I. Maybe more than any other two hosts on this entire radio station, worship the way this man played quarterback, yeah. and he's making it impossible. And by the way, when did he do this ayahuasca? Was it prior to that playoff game that ended the season last year? Because if so, I wouldn't give it so much credit, man. Oh, dude, but it just this is why it's so nozzly. I so he took some mind expanding stuff. Great, good for him. All right. If he's into that, fine. And maybe there is somebody out there that might be interested. Did he have to drone on for as long about it? Yeah, I took it. It was something I liked. It opened up my mind. But by, it, it just, and it, it, the tone of voice. 
Well, and I just don't... droning. Does does he have any self awareness of I, just I, how I... colossally boring he is? Can you? I I gotta <laughs> I gotta talk to his teammates at some point, man. I gotta hear. Because everyone seems to love him, though. Do you have a choice when no. he's that good no. and he's the everything of your team? I will take it back. I will drop to my knees and worship the man if we find out that this whole thing is just a bit. Like, it, it'd be brilliant. It would be absolutely brilliant oh, yeah. if it were a bit. And, like, all, and all of his teammates and everybody that's, like, in on the joke is, like, laughing hysterically at people like me reacting like this, knowing that he's just it's just an act. But, Peter... That aside, how are you not more self? Forget about self love. How about self aware? I would want some honestly. Because sometimes you say, "Listen, why? Why didn't I ask you yesterday about taking me aside when I was repug?" Yeah, I, like, I should listen, have. If, you know, if listen, Michael joke maybe he jokes, maybe it's true that I do talk too much. But if I ever get to that point, don't take me aside. Drop a, a typewriter on my head. Like, like, take me out. Anthony, did you grab a, any drops from Don just now? <laughs> oh, God. You have any? Aren't you happy I told you to play this, Peter? So glad. Did that give podcast me to... makes me want to kill myself. I mean, that is... Andrew, I'm telling you right now, when it comes to a usability drop, can you imagine how often that we can play that, Andrew? The the podcast drop? That yeah. We just, oh, I mean... Yeah, pretty much any time we reference one from here on out. Right? Listen, I, I, have a, I, I, have a, I have a podcast. I can't, you know, I can't say anything. I, Take a wait, bunch you know of what, shrooms, Don? man. But, 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 what do but, I care? It's amazing. We, you know, we, we couldn't get Aaron Rodgers on a bet, and that's not against Andrew. He does a great job as a producer. Like, you've got major shows that couldn't get, couldn't get like, these NBA players and NFL players on. Meanwhile, you could buy book, big da put the big da podcast and they'll have like superman on like i, I don't know it's, it's it's amazing to me it is worth pointing out the aubrey marcus podcast you guys might not be familiar i just sent it to you he's a uh, the ceo of this podcast company but he um specializes in holistic medicine no i could tell so that would be that would be why he went on and on about it but then certainly no you know what you know what you know what really spoke to me at the beginning of that clip was when he said he's talking about you know these experiences with ayahuasca and how he got there and he right away said he part of it was he learned it listening to this podcast because i have news for you aaron Rodgers is a man who educates himself with yo-yos podcasts that's what he does it's it's obvious like i feel like Kyrie irving and aaron Rodgers should open a university no books you just sit down and play random podcasts. You know who does podcasts? Yo-yos like me and Don. We shouldn't be educating the world, okay? I'm bored to the point of stupidity over this guy. <laughs> but but it, it would be one thing if it's just every time he speaks, whether it's Joe Rogan or like anywhere he goes, when he speaks, I know him, he it just makes you want to. I know. I, I'd rather get a throat culture continuously. <laughs> I just and again, to that. there is not two people possibly in in the state of New York that is a bigger fan than Aaron Rodgers, the football player. So this is not coming from any jealousy. This is not coming from us disliking the Packers or his ability. We think he's the best quarterback in football. Peter and I are right there, lockstep. Absolutely. But my dear God! Now I have another clip here Don't that know. I have not heard yet. 
No, not but him, I'm not, excited because on pa- on paper, no, it's not him. Oh. It's another clip though that, based on the description, it's the kind of thing that's really going to annoy me. It's Brian Kelly, supposedly upset with reporters not responding to his greeting. All right, it's football time. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, it's great to have you here, too. All right, and I think that's how we're going to go this year. Beautiful. Uh, by the way, where, where, the, where was the accent? Yeah, another toolbox. Oh, my. I got to tell you, I'll, I'll, I swear to God. I'm here with my family. <laughs> Come on. Come on, really. It. Hold on. Uh, you know what? Screw it, okay? <laughs> I've been trying to be more positive, but that's towards people I actually like. Brian Kelly's another one. An absolute fraud. And and by the way, I'm so sick of football coaches acting like vice principals. It's such an unappealing quality. The dudes in there talking to you do not work for you. You know why they didn't respond to you? They want you to hurry up and start the press conference because it's their job, bro. They're not fans. They're not kids on the team. They are reporters whose job is to cover the moronic things that you say. So when you say, hey, what's up, guys, and they don't immediately respond, they're probably doing something else. And, Don, let's be honest. They've probably realistically been sitting there for 40 minutes already waiting. Right. So uh, please, that whole – I wish, I swear to God, I wish a football coach – I wish a football coach would ever tell me how I need to address them. I wish. The fist fight you will see on camera, Don, you would have to pry me <laughs> off of Brian Dable's throat, okay? I swear to God, I love Robert Sala. If he ever told me how to address him, he's dead. It's You can't tell adults how to act. But this is – see, this is what breeds, like, these players who all think that we're supposed to be fan. Like, the media is supposed to be all fan. That's the culture it comes from. Like, he's not addressing the media. He, it sounded like he was addressing a class. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so, so but that's the way it's supposed because that's the way the media – You're all, so, they, so when these guys leave LSU or before Notre Dame – and went to the NFL, and they get criticized by the media. They're like, wait a minute. I, I thought these guys were all supposed to be on board. I'm sorry. It's my job to cover LSU and your nozzly behavior. I'm at the press conference. I'm, I'm gonna, supposed to be excited because you're all fired up for the football season. I got a job to do. I'm happy to have the job. Boy, I got to give you a standing ovation because you showed up to the podium. <laughs> now, listen, on the flip side of that coin, okay, after everything I just said, I do want to take a moment to appreciate just the level of silence he received. Let's hear it one more time because it was quiet. All right, it's football time. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, it's great to have you here, too. All right, and I think that's how we're going to go this year. Beautiful. Uh, oh, that's how we're going to go this year. So he's teaching. He's telling the students when I, the teacher, come in the classroom, you better respond. I swear to God, I would have thrown my pencil at him. I that is the most obnoxious Mate. thing ever. Now this tradition wasn't started by Brian Kelly. This has been done by coaches before. In fact, we have another classic example of obnoxious football coaches. Here's Jason Garrett. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Yeah, good to see you fired. <laughs> By the way, it's not good to see you. For anyone who wants their team to win, <laughs> 
Oh, my Lord. I, I just, the nozzle of this ENN is epic. I wish we had another story to go to that was just more obnoxious quotes. Drop a typewriter on my head. No, no. <laughs> oh, I do have one. I do have one. What, what were you going to say, Andrew? Sorry. I was going to say maybe the Belichick yeah, story. Yeah, oh, my this. God, I forgot. We may be able to do an entire ENN. Okay, um, let's do it. Only I nozzle do it. quotes. Yay! Bill Belichick, after practice, I guess they gave the opportunity for a young lad, a 14-year-old, to ask Bill Belichick a question, and he asked it about fantasy football. Yeah, honestly, I don't really have any opinion on that because it, like, fantasy football doesn't mean anything to me. Like, We're just trying to win games out here, and so I don't know who's hot, who's not, who wins, who doesn't. Like, I don't really care about that. I just care about whether we win. So, yeah, I have fun with that. <laughs> The worst. I, he's the worst human being who's ever walked the face Wait, of the earth. I just, swear to God, Genghis Khan, Hitler. He, he is on a list. He's on the Mount Rushmore of bad guys. I was expecting it to be worse. I, I honestly, when when I, I I was cringing for it, like that's actually him being nice. Like if I had asked that question, I think I would have gotten a different response. Like so for Bill. That was like how he responds to a fourteen-year-old asking a fantasy football oh. question. I don't think I, I don't think I would have he would have been quite as nice if if I had asked that. Well, you think that was the nice version? Yes. Oh, there's no question that was the nice version, right, Andrew? Yeah, he could have been worse. Yeah, he and, and he actually smiles at the end. Okay. The, um, have fun with that part. All right, then I'd like to I'd like to rescind what I said about Genghis Khan and Hitler. Yeah, please like res- please do. Yeah, I'd like to rescind. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to officially rescind that. Uh, but he is a bad guy. He, That's a great response. Right? Yeah, Andrew's tremendous. No no one's better at making me feel stupid within under three words than Andrew Gunling. Do I need to remind anyone of the commercial that involved uh, me talking about the uh, Euros? Andrew, who would you say is the best Brazilian available I could find in the Euros? Brazil is a South American country, so they're not playing in the Euros. Oh, my. And the fact that I still like you after that is even remarkable. So brutal. He absolutely destroyed me. All right. Um, so, note to Oh, by the way, Bill, in case you're wondering, um, fantasy football is simply all you have to do is talk about, like, a player that you think is really going to play well for you. Okay? So it wouldn't be that hard. For example... Um, oh, well, you know what? Mac Jones at, at quarterback, he's going to have a great season this year. We're so excited about Mac Jones. So maybe you want to select him as your quarterback. Boom. End of it. Done. N- acting like you don't understand how fantasy football, that's being done. That's being intentionally obtuse. Okay? I'm not into fantasy football like that. It's not hard to know that the goal is to pick players who play well. But he's just not having it. It's not his thing. He won't do. It. He's not going to play along. He refuses. I'm surprised to. they even bother. Like, like I get what they're doing with the 14 year old asking the like, but the, just the struggle. Like, why do you bother? It, that's not the that's not the guy. He doesn't play that way. You know, he's just not. He's not that way. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's uh, let's move on. The, the Jets have a lot of changes at wide receiver, and Denzel Mims has returned. Of course, last year was tough for Denzel. Did not get on the field very often. Uh, did not find himself high on the depth chart. And he spoke earlier about hoping to have a different outcome this year. Hopefully I see myself on top. I mean, I feel like I put in enough work to be there. That's a coach's decision, but I'm continuing to work my tail off and do everything I can. When you say on top, do you mean like part of the rotation? Start receiving. That's my goal. That's my only goal. Well, listen, I'm sure Jets fans would be thrilled too, Don. That's a high draft pick that got used, and last year was not what you want. And and we never understood it. We never could quite get a a really clean answer from Salah on – on why, but when you read between the lines, what they were saying was that he wasn't prepared to. He was. It sounded like he wasn't good enough last year to start at wideout, and wasn't doing the work right to be used on special teams or in different places. Right. That's how it sounded. Yeah, exactly. So it was just. It just sounded like he just like. We never got a straight answer. That I don't know whether it was he wasn't putting in the homework. Like, I don't think it was anything physical. Like, he just couldn't do it for whatever reason. And it was just – well, there was like a, like a three-, four-week span where that was like a question for Sala every week. Like, oh, what's yeah. going on? Why isn't he – like, he wouldn't dress. Or if he dressed, he wouldn't play. If he played, he'd get like one target. Like, something was up there. And it never seemed to get any better. But he's still there. And I guess he's got a chance. But he's got a heck of a lot more competition than he did say, last year. It got it got worse. Yeah. I mean, Bar- Barrios's role stepped up. Um, they go out and get Garrett Wilson. Yeah, this is not going to be easier. I mean, Crowder's gone, but it's but, not going to be. Davis easy for is me. there two legit wide receivers? You think? Yep. I, would, I mean, uh, tight ends. So there's a lot of targets uh, for for the young quarterback to throw to. Yeah, so. you never know. Uzma could be Wilson's top target this year at tight end. We don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. The Giants have signed tackle Will Holden. It was announced on Friday. Um, to make room on the 90-man roster, they waived defensive end Nico Lalos. Holden's played 27 NFL games, nine starts with the Cardinals, Colts, and Lions. Um, apparently, 49ers practice has been getting a little too chippy Uh-oh. for Kyle Shanahan. Um, mm. Actual punches were thrown earlier today. Shanahan said, I want everyone challenging each other. I don't care how much crap each other talks. I don't care how close they get to fighting. They can do whatever they want to get themselves to be as intense as they want and bring the best out of each other, which happens a lot that way. And it's the same on the field. But once you throw a punch, you get ejected or you get a penalty, and we pride ourselves on, I want people to be irritants. I want people to get as close as they can to all that stuff. I want people to get right on the line where they're about to black out, but you can't black out on the football field and cost your team. Because if you can get angry enough to hit a teammate, don't you think it'd be easier to hit the opposition? You would think so. 
By the or way, knowing that it could be a penalty, does it gosh. make it easier to to not do it? Like I, that that'd be an interesting question for an athlete, right? To are, are you Shanahan doing it really you know uh, you can get away with it? Kyle Shanahan really channeling his inner Dan Campbell there. Somewhat, but then there's some guys like remember Andrew back in the day, like well, there would be a fight during Jets camp. Rex loved it. He loved when they fought. Like so, I guess it's all philosophy. But what he's trying to do is 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 get these guys to a rage, but not commit penalties. Uh, Browns coach Kevin Stefanski said earlier that the team is waiting to see what happens with the Deshaun Watson appeal before differing any plans at quarterback in practice. I have to, right? So, um, to this point in training camp, Watson has gotten the overwhelming majority of the snaps with the first team. Backup Jacoby Brissett has gone mostly with the second team. Now, Don, I'm told we have another drop from uh, your screaming about ayahuasca earlier. And what better way to work on, for me and my own, this is my own belief, but Please. what better way to work on my Make mental health than to, than to have an experience stop. like that? I mean, the best, Make the, it the greatest. Stop! Please, dear God in heaven. I wasn't sure if I was being heard. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was over the air. <laughs> the build was tremendous. That wasn't for the air. That was for complete. I really wanted it to stop. And the best thing in sports that you may have missed today was on DiPietro and Rothenberg earlier. You know, mm. they do all the hard-hitting stuff, literally. Uh, there's a TikTok challenge where one person, uh, two people actually, fill their mouths with water and exchange slaps to the face with a tortilla. And Rick decided to do this with Lake and Tomlinson of the Jets. Let's hear how it played out. Lake and Tomlinson is with us. Are we playing this tortilla Yes, challenge? let's go. Here, Here we, we go. go. All right. Oh, Rick just got slapped right across the face. Right across the face. A huge, huge right tortilla from Tomlinson. <laughs> We're going again. We're going. Oh, dear. A big left-handed slap from DPH to Tomlinson. Water spills a little. Oh, and they are bent over in hysterics. This was a battle. And he broke, he broke the tortilla. The tortilla has a hole. Oh, that I, th I think that's it. I, mm. I think, I think Lakin is, he's tapped out. He's done. It's over. It's over. Rick beats Lakin Tomlinson, the official offensive lineman of the show. The tortilla has a hole. Uh, that the tortilla has the a hole in it is such a, a great drop. Well, what that is will objective? do it. Uh, what's the objective? Is to get the, the to, to hold the water, not swallow the water. Like what? A, yes. Who wins? You're trying to get the other person to spit the water out. And this is on TikTok. Them. It's a TikTok. Like flush thing. it. That's right. That will do it for ENN on this Friday, August fifth. Happy birthday to my friend Chauncey, by the way. Oh, Chauncey, happy birthday. And uh, ENN tonight and, brought to you by the Professional Fighters League. It's back tonight, August fifth. You can watch MMA's League live from the Hulu Theater at MSG. Buy tickets right now. It's going to be a good time tonight. Uh, PFLMMA.com. David's brother, David, my brother, his... Um, his brother is you. Yes. His wife, Violetta's birthday today. So happy birthday. Oh, happy everyone. birthday, Violetta. Yeah. I think it's also Patrick Ewing's 60th birthday today. Oh, no, that can't... Oh, that no, no, no. He's correct. I it know. I don't. I, I, yeah, that's a tough one to see Patrick Ewing turn 60. <laughs> well, it makes you feel old, too, even though you guys are similar in age. Yeah, it's just rough it, it, to see guys you saw play and, and then they turn 60. Don, you're 53? Oh, 54. I'm, I don't want you to get to 60. 
I mean, I do, but I want you to make it. Okay. Hold, wait, hold on. I, I'm, hold on I'm 57. I'll be 53 next Saturday. <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me try to clean that up. Uh, all right. Phone lines. Mets fans, where are you at? I, I have, We need some reviews on the ball player. That's right. Charlie yes. Marte. we got to find out about that. We'll talk Yankees as well. Close it out with calls for the rest of the way. 1-800-919-3776. Peter and Don on a Friday on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.